Welcome to Brand With On Demand, your guide to rebooting radio. Be proactive. Take the initiative. Don't wait to be told to do something. Have suggestions. What I see a lot of are people sitting back and not understanding that it's the totality of the product and not just the music or not just the promotion, but the totality that makes it successful. Now your guides through the media morphosis. Noted communications second generation broadcaster and media strategist, David Martin, and author of the book Brandwith, media branding coach, Kipper McGee. Drew Horowitz is the president and chief operating officer of Hubbard Radio, overseeing operations in Chicago, Washington, D.C., Seattle, Phoenix, Minneapolis, St. Paul, St. Louis, and Cincinnati. Prior to joining Hubbard, he was executive vice president and COO of Bonneville International. He joined WTMX Radio Chicago as general sales manager way back in May of 92, promoted to vice president and general manager a year later. Earlier, he was the owner and COO of Lakeshore Communications, where he and his partners had small and medium market radio stations that were exceptional. In 2007, he was honored as the number one manager in all of radio by Radio Inc. Magazine. And then in 2013, he was named Broadcaster of the Year, a well-deserved honor by the Illinois Broadcasters Association. Brand with On Demand is proud to bring you one of the best and brightest, Drew Horowitz. Oh, David, thank you for that lovely introduction. Well, thank you, Drew. We are glad you're here. So, Drew, over the years, you have had just about every management position at any number of stations, even ownership, as Dave mentioned. Now, the question is, fast-forwarding to today, what do you see as some of the keys that determine whether an operation gets it or not? Well, I think the number one uh, key is to make sure when you're in a leadership role is to set the metrics for the culture that you want to conduct your business in. That is really the most important aspect of getting a company on the right track. Uh, Probably the next, from my perspective, most important thing is hiring the best and the brightest. I don't feel there's any margin for error in not bringing in the most talented people, sharing the vision of the business model that you are implementing and then empowering them to do their jobs. And don't get in their way, be there as a resource and delegate and allow them to do what they do best. Let me follow up on that, uh, Drew. I mean, what basic traits, what characteristics do you and your team look for when you're considering a new hire, particularly on the product side? Well, the first thing I always like to say is no dumbbells need apply. You need really smart people. And uh, and we say that somewhat tongue-in-cheek, but in reality, there's a lot of people, very qualified people out there, but you really want people who are innovative, ideative, creative, smart thinkers. And if they have that DNA, then uh, I always have a high level of confidence that we will always manage to get the mission accomplished because they've got that ability to, uh, to think. On the product side, you know, I always look for people who, again, are smart, creative, innovative thinkers, outside-the-box thinkers, who are not afraid to take a risk. What I see a little too much of in today's world, because of the dynamic of the industry right now, is that people play it very conservatively and very safe and aren't willing to take the necessary risk to have the big win. I, I think that's a byproduct of ownership 
I think that's a byproduct of the financial pressures that we all are working under in an industry that's been reduced uh, financially since the crash. And people fear that if they make a mistake, they'll lose their job. And so going back to what I had stated earlier on the cultural aspect and the value of culture, I'm very blessed to work for a wonderful CEO and, and Ginny Morris. And the culture that we share at Hubbard is fail quickly, try new things, be innovative, be ideative, and let's win by doing things differently and not the way everybody else does. So given that no dumbbell DNA clause, which is very (laughs) smart, what do you see as future skills that will separate winning candidates from those who never seem to get the call? Well, I think when I look at people through the prism of, you know, what will they look like five years from now in that job or in another leadership capacity, you want people who have vision. You want people who have the ability to read horse flesh as uh, Dr. Roger Hendricks always shared with me, is to be able to tell if people have got that innate talent that you can't take a written test or a spoken word test and identify. It's kind of a gut feeling that you have when you meet somebody that they possess that special sauce. I really look for people who are fearless. I really don't want people to be in a position where they're afraid to make a decision or to make a mistake. And there's a lot of people who have that skill and that ability and a lot of people who don't. So when you're looking for that mix of talent, intelligence, strong personalities, they understand. You know, I I have a four-legged stool I always use when I talk to people. Focus, discipline, execution, and urgency. You've got to be able to be focused. You have to be disciplined in your approach. You've got to be able to do the job with urgency, which which is always amazing to me that out of the four principles that I just shared with you, the one that people struggle with the most is the urgency piece. It is in uh, not most people's DNA. And to me, if you don't have that decisiveness, that ability to conduct yourself in an urgent fashion, you'll be very challenged to be successful. Well, I have to agree with that, Drew. As a practical matter, what are some of the ways that program directors or brand managers can make life easier for the sales team without compromising the integrity of the brand or the listener experience? I think ultimately that communication is critically important and that you have open dialogue about expectations on the product side and on the sales process side, and that the leadership on both sides of the equation are communicating all the time. I think respect. Over the years, I felt that if both sides didn't respect what the other side does in the process, it's very difficult to get the kind of camaraderie, teamwork, communication that you need to have to have a successful programming sales partnership. So that ultimately, I I think that if people respect what the other one does, if people understand the process, that people communicate so that you don't just give a no can't do that, or dismissive approach to the the dialogue, and you really work to create a solution that good leadership on the product side will be much happier because they're going to get the support from the sales side because of that mutual respect. 
So thinking about someone who'd like to advance their career on the product side, what steps would you recommend they take in order to be in contention when the big gig opens? Well, be proactive. Take the initiative. Don't wait to be told to do something. Have suggestions. Be raising your hand for the difficult task. Uh, What I see a lot of are people sitting back and either being so product-centric and not understanding that it's the totality of the product and not just the music or not just the promotion or not just the imaging, but the totality that makes it successful. And to be somebody who, who comes up with solutions. I think a great product person is somebody who understands the art and the science of putting out a great product and then is looking for a competitive solution to win the war. Wow, what a gifted guy. The amazing Drew Horowitz, president and COO of Hubbard Radio. Is there somebody you'd like to hear from? Well, we'd love to hear from you with your suggestions. Just email us at show at brandwithondemand.com. And thanks for spreading the word about the podcast. Our goal is to help you master making great radio brands and then using smart online bandwidth tactics that help grow your station and your career. Please rate and leave a comment on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Coming up, Drew Horowitz shares his thoughts on opportunities hiding in plain sight. Graduate On Demand. Rebooting radio with a different take on all radio can be. Blues. North Carolina Radio Station of the Year, I'm Susan King. I'm Michael Hart in the News Talk. Local news for Phoenix, I'm Debbie Young. I'm Ed Highstate. One key difference between traditional radio and other options is local information. Virtual News Center can help. From the Wolf Room Radio News Center, I'm Peter Colleen. In any language, money talks. I'm Jen Austin. When your news budget breaks, Virtual News Center can fix it. Click their ad at brandwidthondemand.com. Opportunities hidden in plain sight. Brandwood On Demand. We are with Drew Horowitz. He's the president and COO of Hubbard Radio. Drew, what's one opportunity that many stations may find hiding in plain sight today? Uh, Probably necessity of taking the legacy product and making sure that that product is available on all the technology platforms. You know, I think people talk about it and it's on their radar, but I don't see enough people taking a very proactive stance in figuring out how to make the product sing and connect and be easily connected however the end user wants to access and use the, you know, the product category. So for a station who's been maybe sitting it out thinking the interweb thing is just a passing fad, at this point, where do you suggest they start? Well, you know, I think they need to understand the competition and who we are competing with for people's share of ear. And then try not to do too much all at once. You know, pick one area to focus on that you want to build a competitive platform for your brand. One of the areas that we've expanded into, newly expanded into, is artificial intelligence. I think artificial intelligence is going to be a critical ingredient for us as broadcasters to be able to deliver to both the end user listener and our clients 
the interconnectivity they need to have to really understand how the products are being used and what the customer success looks like on the other end, on the sales end of it, whether it's air check delivery, campaign recaps, you know, reporting, being able to have analytic diagnostics that we could deliver to clients through the artificial intelligence platforms. I think that's going to be, as, as that gains traction, and you already have it happening at Google and Facebook, those guys are delivering all those metrics to the client side and the listener side. And radio is just starting to ramp up in this space. But that's going to be, I think, an important part of the future for us because we have got to be able to have that informational flow a, to make us uh, more usable by everyone and to make us more competitive with the streaming services and, and the other audio services. What can you tell us, is your sense, Drew, right now of where the buying community is at? I think we're struggling on the legacy side with the reconfigured world that we're competing in and that you've got companies that are kind of being restructured financially to make them more competitive and going through that process. I think the agency side is, is suffering a lot of the same ills and that they're downsizing. They're trying to get their cost structures in line mm -hmm. uh, because they aren't being paid what they were being paid before because people are not spending the amount of money, whether it's TV or radio on the spend side because they're reallocating to all the digital opportunities. So I think that has really made it a bit more challenging because the buy side is looking strictly at efficiency in a lot of cases and not looking at the totality of the package. Buying really hasn't caught up with technology at all, and, and that may be a great opportunity, as you've indicated, for radio. I would think it is, David. I think that if programmatic ever gets started the way it was intended to be, which would make it a much more sophisticated, targeted way to make purchases uh, of mm -hmm. media time, that would be great for the buy side and for us. But because that does require a little more personnel and a little bit more time, I think it's kind of been pushed to the back burner. And I've not really seen this exciting ramp up that we were looking at a couple of years ago where we all thought, oh, programmatic is going to be the future. Well, it's just never really gotten any kind of uh, traction. Yeah, because we've been more like Priceline and less like Facebook, huh? I think so. It's all about the agencies are going in going, hey, I could buy it for you cheaper and get more reach and more frequency. Well, that doesn't mean you're going to really be making an effective buy. No, bad targeting, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Our thanks to the very talented and respected Drew Horowitz. Hey, the expanded play of this interview is available at brandwithondemand.com. Next time, Brand With On Demand heads west to one of the top morning shows in San Fran. Uh, Tim Allen on the phone. Whoa! <laughs> Tim Allen! I wasn't expecting you to be calling me. Uh, don't you have someone to call people for you, Tim? Well, I was looking for uh, a breakfast sandwich. This, this is the local McDonald's, right? <laughs> yes, yes, we have a two-for-one special. Calling in on my app. Oh, you have an app? Well, very cool. Fancy. No kidding. <laughs> real-life married couple Nick and Kristen doing real-life mornings at KOIT San Fran. We talk with Nick Steele. That's a rap kipper. This week in One Minute Martinizing, we'll talk about the business of show business. You'll find it in the show notes at brandwithondemand.com. I'm Dave Martin. And I'm Kipper McGee. May all your brand with be wide.
any reuse or redistribution of brand with on demand without the express written consent of the producers is greatly appreciated. While you're at it, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate us in the iTunes store or wherever you get your podcast. Your feedback helps others discover Brandwith On Demand. Not your average quarter hour. Dave Martin and Kipper McGee. Brandwith On Demand.